Welcome to That's Agritastic, the show that celebrates the scope and diversity of agriculture across the country. I'm Pete Emmons, your host. Joining me is my very special guest. It's Melinda Lee, Organization Director of the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties. And today, we're getting a very special inside look at the latest happenings of the Central Ohio Farm Bureau. Hey, Melinda, welcome back to the show. Hey, Pete, thanks so much for having me. I know that the summer and fall are extremely underscore, extremely busy periods of time uh, for everybody connected with Farm Bureau. Lots of things going on. So right off the get-go again, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to get us really caught up with what's going on too. So with that said, let's just have at it and jump right into the show. So uh, first, um, I don't know if I've ever asked you this before in the time we've conversed before, but how did you ever connect with the Farm Bureau to begin with? Yeah, sure. So my family, you know, they've been members of Farm Bureau for years. Um, and as I was looking for a career in ag, I knew that I wanted um, to be in Ohio. And so when I saw an opening um, for the organization director and training position, I knew it's something that I would enjoy. Um, and so I went ahead and applied. And at the time, uh, which was, I've been with Farm Bureau about six years now. So it was six years ago. And at that time, I was actually living in um, the state of Maine, working on a beef cattle farm. So all of my interviews um, for this position were through Google Hangout. So I, I, remember, I remember that well, that I got hired through, a, through Google Hangout. And now we're living in a world where Zoom meetings and Google Hangouts are the norm. <laughs> that is exactly right. And I know that you had spent some time working under your predecessor, Steve Burke, uh, too. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, that's when I started. Uh, he was who I trained under. Yes. And boy, we couldn't ask for a better person to train under for sure. That's right. So uh, again, I know that there's a lot happening with it now. It's been, you said, about six years. And we could probably take the next question I'm going to ask you, we'd probably take the rest of the show to really look at it, but we've got a ways to go. But what is, if you look back on all of your experiences with the Farm Bureau and you reflect, what would be the most rewarding part of everything that you've gone through? Yeah, honestly, I would say that the most rewarding part of my job is getting to work with people in the ag industry that have the same kind of passion that I do. Um, for that industry, um, as well as getting to do the different programs that we do. Um, I feel like we can really make a difference in our communities through that um, education and outreach that we do. Exactly. Making a difference every day uh, through all those very diversified activities that you have. Yes. Now, let's walk through and get into uh, some of the happenings of the Farm Bureau. Let's kind of backtrack here and look back at the summer months because I know there were things happening then. Going all the way back to early summer and midsummer, of course, uh, county fair season was in full swing. Know that you had things going on and were parts of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin County. What sort of things were you doing at these events? Yeah, so it was actually really, really nice this year. We got to go back to in-person county fairs. They were open to the public as well as for all of the junior fair exhibitors. And so this year, um, Union County Farm Bureau did something new at their fair. 
they've partnered with a nationwide agency, um, America's Trusted Insurance Group, and they were able to provide t-shirts um, to all of the junior fair participants. And what was unique about this was um, we actually hosted a contest that gave the kids a chance to be able to design the front of the shirt. And so we got entries and then um, our panel judged them and we we had our first winner for the design of the shirt. Um, so that was pretty cool. And we gave out around 700 t-shirts onto all of the exhibitors in Union County. Um, and, and Madison County um, also does a t-shirt project at their fair. Um, and they have about the same amount, num same amount of number of exhibitors, uh, about 700 we did there. Uh, we also get to sponsor the Cloverbud Day where we, the Cloverbuds can come in and we have stations set up and they get to learn about different parts of the fair and different parts of agriculture. And new this year at the Madison County Fair was our stall sign project. So we support the kids in the youth auctions. And if, our, if you were a member, if your family's a member of the Farm Bureau, you could pick up one of those signs. And if you had it displayed at the fair, um, you were able to get a boost to your project. We added $25 to any kid that had that sign up throughout the fair. And we were able to help around 40 kids um, this year with, with that, with the budget we had for the stall signs. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh, especially the, the Clover project. Really like that one too, but the sign, I, yeah. hadn't heard, I hadn't heard that one before. What a great idea, great project too. Yeah. So had all those fairs going on during the mm -hmm. summer. And that wasn't the only thing. There was a lot more happening. And again, not in particular chronological order here, but yeah. you've had a benefit event, which has made a huge mark both in Union and Delaware counties, the benefit in the barn. Tell our listeners about that. Yeah, so this was the seventh year for benefit in the barn. Uh, last year we did host the event, but it did have to go virtual. So we were again, super excited to come back in an in-person event. And what Benefit in the Barn is, is it's an event um, to raise awareness about hunger in Delaware and Union counties. So we're raising funds to support hunger relief. Um, and like I said, this is the seventh year. It was hosted in Delaware County at Garmar Farms. And this year uh, was a record year for us. And we raised over $71,000 that went to two organizations. Um, 21,000 of that went to the Hope Center in Marysville and about 51,000 went to the Delaware County Hunger Alliance. That is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Awesome event. Now, do you already have the date down for next year at this point? So we don't <laughs> have the date officially set um, for 2022, but we will be hosting another event for our eighth year. It will be in August, but don't have that exact Saturday. Okay, we'll look back and make sure we circle that date when you put that out there too. So, and I know for both of those charities, extremely beneficial and those dollars and that support goes so far too. So again, kudos to everybody involved in, in making that so successful. Now, in addition to those activities, you have county meetings uh, that happen in all the counties that you serve uh, throughout the course of the year. And I know there are many, that's a platform for people to really put out there their needs and concerns and, and you're doing announcements of things coming down the pike from um, your Central Farm Bureau as well. So 
we could probably easily take the entire show on this too, but there are certain issues that are front and center that come up repeatedly. And a couple of those, I know the need for broadband in rural communities is an overlapping issue. Yeah, definitely. We see rural broadband come up um, in every one of my counties. That's been a hot topic for the last several years, I would say. Um, and in the central Ohio area, on average, about 10 to 15% of, of these four counties um, have issues with broadband access. And it's not only having access, but having reliable access. Um, that's something that we see a lot. And so Farm Bureau has been working on this um, pretty heavily as one of our priority issues for the last um, at least two years. And we've been very active in testifying um, for some of these bills that have been out there to get funding. And so um, there has been uh, funding passed for the 250, $250 million and it's for the Ohio Rural Broadband Extension Grant Program. And so Farm Bureau was um, very involved in testifying to get that passed. Um, that's actually the largest public investment um, for broadband in Ohio's history. That is totally awesome. And I know that's going to go a long way uh, with creating those links and creating broadband in those areas. Another issue, uh, which has been really on radar for quite a while, several years, is, is solar energy, the use of wind turbines on, on farm properties. And again, this issue is still there. Yeah, solar is very big right now, um, especially in Madison and Union counties. Um, there are a lot of um, companies out there um, for the solar project. So I do want to mention that uh, Farm Bureau being a grassroots organization, I do want to mention that our, our policy on the solar and wind energy is that we, we sort of just remain neutral on the topic because we do support um, our members and landowners' rights to do what they want on their own property. Um, but with that being said, we also support the process um, that these solar and wind far energy farms have to go through, which is the Ohio Power Siting Board. Um, so we support their process and um, what these companies have to go through to, um, I guess, get approved to go into that county. Um, like I said, there is a lot of activity going on. Madison County, there's four different companies. Um, two have been approved um, and there are two pending. Um, and so the total acreage for those four companies in Madison County would be over 8,000 acres. Um, and then Matt, Union County is also seeing a few projects, just two companies right now, also over 8,000 8, acres. And um, there's none, none right now in Delaware, but Franklin County, there is one project um, that's about 2,400 acres right now. Didn't realize it was that much acreage involved. Now, Again, uh, your position as far as really putting it out there and staying neutral can certainly understand and appreciate that. What have been the, some of the uh, concerns? Is it the use of the farmland and environmental type things or the property, yeah. va property value itself? Sure, yeah. From what we have been hearing when our members, like if there's one being proposed by their farm, they're calling in, they're wanting to get some advice from our 
our folks at the state office, what we are hearing most is um, the issues with it taking away perfectly good farmland, um, as well as the, the value of their property. They think it's going to hurt that. Um, those are the two most common. Um, we do get some non-members that call in that just, just, just don't want it there and don't, don't think it's you know pleasing to the eye, um, those types of things. But th that's the main thing we hear from our members um, that aren't really for solar. And on the other side of the coin, of course, the uh, this energy efficiency part of all of that in long range and what that positively is going to do too. So again, lots to that issue and we'll keep our eyes peeled on it as that continues to unfold. And again, that's gonna to continue to grow with the focus uh, not only in Ohio, but nationally on the use of solar energy too. I can't imagine that that issue is gonna go away anytime soon. No, no, I, I think that solar, you know, it's definitely here and we're gonna be hearing more about it, like you said. Um, so um, it, I think it's gonna be here and we have to find a way to, to, to make it work, I guess. I know some solar companies are working with farmers to see if they can graze their livestock um, around some of the setups. So I don't know too much about that. Um, just had heard that recently. That's very interesting with that. Every year, the Ohio Farm Bureau as a very special president's trip to Washington, D.C., which is really designed to connect legislators with the ag community to put the issues out, to have really meaningful dialogue on critical issues. Now, I did have the opportunity to go to this uh, several years ago. I was invited as one of the media people to go to it. And it certainly is an excellent uh, experience and opportunity really to hear firsthand uh, what legislators are saying for the legislators to hear from the ag community as well. It's one thing to you know, send an email. It's another thing to be face to face and have that uh, conversation on really what is happening. So I know that that has already happened just recently, I believe in the uh, end of September, in the end of September. Yeah, our trip just wrapped up here at the end of September, uh, the last week actually. Um, and this year was actually unique. Typically our presidents go in March, um, but DC is still basically shut down in this March. We weren't able to have the trip then. So we went ahead and combined this trip with our young ag professionals and our agri-power participants. So our itinerary this year, like always, was jam-packed um, with, with lots of um, good topics and speakers that we got to hear from. So they got to hear from a great lineup. We heard from both of our US uh, senators, Rob Portman and Sherrod Brown. Um, and each year, Congressman Bob Gibbs puts on what he calls the Farm Forum um, for our participants. And so he brings in um, a host of different speakers um, and they sometimes it's from different states and we get to hear perspectives from um, California, um, or even, you know, Illinois and things like that. So it's always um, a wealth of knowledge and information that our members get to hear from. And, you know, that, that's unique to our, you know, Ohio Farm Bureau and our grassroots efforts. So there's a lot of different experiences that you get to be a part of when you're, when you're a member and get involved. What would you say is the biggest takeaway from this, this year's event? Anything that really stood out in terms of uh, the, the the information put out there and shared? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you go all the way to Washington, and you know, we're still bringing up those same topics of rural broadband. Um, so, and we talked. There was also talk of the farm bill, um, and then taxes were also um, 
a large topic for what they our presidents and participants got to hear. Well, right now we do need to take a special time out and salute all of our show partners that make our program possible. And that includes the Liberty National Bank of Marysville, Ohio, Utsi's Farm Market of Plain City, the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties, Culver's Restaurant of Marysville, and the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association. You'll find great products and services at all of our show partners. Well, moving forward here on, Another part of uh, the Farm Bureau activity, which again has become increasingly important, is the Young Ag Professionals Group. I know that's been going on for several years and it's an extremely valuable resource, especially for young farmers. It goes up to what, age 35, is that right? Yep, so Young Professionals are for 18 to 35 year olds. That's correct, yep. Okay. And now I know in the past, but I didn't notice it this year, that for several years, there was always a big winter leadership event. Uh, haven't been able to have that in a while, have you? Yeah, that's, that is true. We actually had it uh, via Zoom uh, this year, which it always takes place uh, the last weekend of January. So we are planning an in-person event this year. Well, I guess not this year, this year coming up in 2022. Um, and I know our state um, YAP committee is, is hard at work creating that agenda. And the conference this year, it's typically held in Columbus. We're actually moving um, to Cincinnati this year. So the conference is going to be moving to Cincinnati. And we have confirmed that the American Farm Bureau president, Zippy Duval, will wow. be the uh, keynote speaker. And registration for that conference will be opening up here very soon in October. And, you know, I encourage folks that want to go to contact our office because our, our counties do offer some scholarship to attend. What, and what, is the, what are the dates for that? It's going to be January 28th and 29th, the Friday and Saturday. And I know that you'll have information up on uh, the website as far as the event itself uh, coming forth too. So, but really having a Zippy Duval come as the keynote speaker, I mean, that is worth the price of admission right there. Very charismatic and a great leader for the Farm Bureau across the country. I know that he spoke a couple of years ago at the president's uh, trip to DC that I, and I did have the opportunity to hear him speak as well. So again, excellent keynote speaker. Well, as we continue moving through and we're getting uh, into uh, the fall, there are more things that are continuing to happen. You have uh, a membership campaign that is, is currently getting started. And again, you are a grassroots membership organization. And I know uh, that uh, still some people do not realize uh, that membership is open not only to people in the ag community, uh, but again, to anybody. So articulate a little yeah. bit more on that. Yeah, definitely. You, you do not have to be you know, a farmer to be a member. There are a lot of things that Farm Bureau has to offer. Now, you know, I always tell folks the number one benefit and the purpose of what we do is, is the policy work that we do uh, for our Ohio farmers because we are a grassroots organization. Um, and this, this organization allows you to have a voice with your legislators. Um, but of course, we also offer... Uh, many other benefits like our $5,000 protection program. Um, this is very popular with all, all of our members as well as business members um, that we have. 
you know, and along with that, we have networking opportunities. There's also many savings discounts um, programs that we have, you know, with John Deere, Case IH, um, Ford, car rentals, hotels if you're traveling, and many, many more. Um, there's a full list of those member savings um, on our website under member benefits. So again, it's across the board in terms of those benefits, but overall, you know, strength being a grassroots membership organization uh, affords the opportunity to really be part of an organization that's really speaking and advocating uh, for for everybody, not only people in ag, but in terms everybody in the community across the state of Ohio, certainly uh, with that too. So again, I know a lot of information is available about membership on uh, your website as well. And we'll post that out there again uh, for everybody to see. And I know every county, the prices are a little bit just a difference, just a little bit, what, five to $10, $15 difference between some of the counties. What is it right now for each of the four counties that you serve? Sure, so Delaware County is 79. Franklin is 78, Madison is 85, and Union is 80. And that's a year membership for a family. So, you know, husband and wife, that's for a family. So that 78, 79, 80, $85 is for a whole year and is a membership for two people. And boy, you can't beat that price too. Uh, excellent price point. You can join at any time during the course of the year too. So yes, that's that right. At any, at any point in time that you join, um, you do get a year membership out of that. So if you joined right now, you would be paid through the end of October of 2022. Okay. The rest of the year that you have planned uh, through December, what are any, any other special events coming up? I know you probably got some more county meeting events. I know we're in harvest season right now, critical period of time for everybody, but any yeah. uh, special events late, like in November or early December? Um, really right now, the focus, our volunteers are in the fields, but we are really focusing on brainstorming and coming up with new ideas for programming for 2022. So that's what the focus is. Um, through the end of the year, but December will bring our State Farm Bureau's annual meeting, and we're super excited for it to be back in person this year. Um, there will be opportunities to participate virtually as well, but for the most part, we're going to be in person. Excellent, and we will post up uh, those events, uh, so anything that you have coming up, we'll make sure that we put that out there on That's Agritastic Facebook page as well. Well, we could continue conversation talking probably for the next two or three hours. And I still don't know if we cover everything A to Z, but again, I think we've hit some of the, the major highlights and got us back up to what's been going on and what's happening right now. Uh, again, you are all over social media, Melinda. Put out uh, the main social media sites. Yes, you can definitely find us um, on social media. We, each county has their own Facebook page. So just their, you know, Delaware County Farm Bureau. But we also have a central OH Farm Bureau Instagram and Facebook page. Um, so feel free to like both of those. We share a lot of really, really good stuff, updating you on what's going on. Perfect, and we'll post uh, some of those sites back up again uh, too for everybody. Hey, what is the final message that you wanna really share right now in terms of the status of what's happening in the central Ohio Farm Bureau area? Um, you know, I, I just kind of wanna leave folks you know, we've talked about this a couple of times today, but Farm Bureau is not only for farmers. Um, if you're connected to agriculture, there's a place for you in Farm Bureau. 
We offer many opportunities and experiences. And I just encourage you to reach out um, to our county office and learn more about what um, Farm Bureau can do for you. Excellent too. It's there's something there for everybody, and it's something that affects all of it, enhances our entire quality of life for all citizens. Hey, again, thank you so much for coming on the show and really giving us the inside scoop on all the important work of the Central Ohio Farm Bureau. Mega kudos to you and to your county board presidents uh, as well, and the Ohio Farm Bureau for playing such a major pivotal role in really driving the Central Farm Bureau to new heights on a continual basis. And do wish you best wishes for much success this fall as you continue to move things forward. Hey, and do keep me in the loop on major developments, and I will look forward to really talking to you again soon. Thank you so much, Melinda. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And as we wrap up, we'd like to give a very final shout out to all of our outstanding show partners. That includes the Liberty National Bank of Marysville, Ohio, offering great rates for ag commercial residential projects. Combined with first-class personalized customer service, you can check them out today at myliberty.bank slash office Marysville. And also our, our sponsors include Liberty UT's Farm Market of Plain City, Ohio. It's your one-stop shop for all your favorite Amish cheeses, deli meats, baked goods, and more. And their corn crib is fully stocked with all your popular fall items. And this does include pumpkins, gourds, butternut squash, apples, decorative corn, and a wide variety of other items. They're open Monday to Saturday, 9 to 5, and they're located on Converse Huff Road off of Route 42. You can find them online at utsiesfarmmarket.com. That's utsiesfarmmarket.com. They're also on Facebook. And be sure to order online. Utsies Farm Market, it's worth the drive. The Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association, cultivating a future in which sustainable and organic farmers thrive, local food nourishes our communities and ag practices, protect and enhance our environment. Now's the perfect time to become a member, offering a mega benefits, including organic certification, educational events led by experts, and one-on-one -on -one technical support. To start or grow your business, go to oeffa.org. That's oeffa.org. Culver's Restaurant of Marysville, offering a diverse variety of mouth-watering value baskets, including chicken, cod, and their famous butter burgers. You'll also find daily fresh custard products, including concrete mixers, sundaes, and floats. They're open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Go to culvers.com slash restaurant slash Marysville dash O-H. Welcome to Delicious. It's Culver's Restaurant. And of course, our great partners, the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties, a grassroots membership organization dedicated to strengthening and sustaining agriculture through policy advocacy, professional development, resource provisions, and outstanding member benefits. Find them on Facebook at Central Ohio Farm Bureau. You can also find them on Instagram. And for more details, you can contact Melinda, organization director, at mlee at ofbf.org. That's mlee at ofbf.org. Your support and patronage of all of our show partners makes a huge positive difference. Well, join us again as we continue our, our ag journey across the country, October 18th, as we explore the National FFA Community Days of Service with our very special guest, Senior Manager Michelle Sullivan. And follow us on Facebook for show details, ag announcements, and more at That's Agritastic. Until the next time, this is Pete Emmons saying, make it an agritastic week.